Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. First Corinthians chapter 2. Those at the slides. First Corinthians chapter 2. I'll read as they find it so that we find each other at the part that I want to emphasize. And I, brethren, when I came to you, this is Paul writing, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified uh, I was with you in weakness in fear and in much trembling and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of God can they just adjust this mic so that I stop feedbacking and However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. All right? Which none of the rulers of this age knew for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now let's go back to verse 6 and then we'll keep taking it from there. It says, however we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Tell your neighbor, I'm mature. So feel free to speak wisdom. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. How many of you know there is the wisdom? When he says the wisdom of this age, it doesn't mean the wisdom of 25 years old, if you're 25. <laughs> Those are people's interpretation of scripture can always be subjected to questioning. He's talking about the wisdom of this world. The wisdom of the world. Now, this is PPN, so if you're waiting for a title, you can wait for some time. But we are just going to keep getting into the word. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. To, receive to receive the word of God. All right. Is everyone okay? Is PPN going well so far? Okay. Okay. So there is the wisdom of this age. And then there is the wisdom of the kingdom. Give me the next verse. It says, but we speak the wisdom of God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom. Tell your neighbor the wisdom of God is hidden. That's why not everyone walks around as if they have found it. Even those who are saved. I am saved. Praise God. My name is Moses and I'm saved. So 
The wisdom of God is hidden. It's not on the surface. It's not like there, there. You're not going to find it. There's a reason God says that those who seek him with all their heart will find him. Have you ever asked yourself why it's not anyone who just says, Jesus, are you there? No. Because it's hidden. In other words, you have to prioritize it, right? Yeah, it doesn't come to you while you are just, I don't know, whatever. I mean to encourage tonight, by the way. So, I don't feel like I'm getting encouragement vibes back. You will see, huh? Now, the, the Bible says that the Queen of Sheba saw the wisdom of Solomon. So wisdom is visible. The Bible says wisdom is justified of her children. How do you know a person is wise? The wisdom produces children. Now, not... Oh man, I've received a command to stay far away from you. Anyway, no. The, the people who are depending on the live streaming. So, there is, there is the wisdom of the world and then there is the wisdom of God. Like I said, this is PPN, so this is why I preach freely. I don't believe too many sinners came today. I mostly have saints so I can load it as it is. Amen. So there is the wisdom of God and then there is the wisdom of the world. And there are people who have come to Christ but they live in the kingdom using the wisdom of the world. And then they don't know why their results are not showing. You know those days when they, in Makere, when they said the results are out. And then you go to the faculty notice board. You look, is this in alphabetical order over what? Your results are not showing. Someone, you know, it, you know, marking scheme. So, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Tell your neighbor, wisdom glorifies. There may be a couple of people, there may be some people here. I'm, I'm, this I'm hearing in my other ear. There are some people here for whom tonight is a, a defining moment. They are there. So, in case you find that you are not one of them, you need to know that they are there. So, you need to be as if you are one of them for their sake. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, there. You know, the more you stay in church, the more things look a certain way and you can get confused. And you can start thinking that you know how it is going to go. In other words, you can start saying, that God, you're going to pass here and there. Kumbe, God has his agenda. He, he knows the people he's come for. God has his agenda, my friend. Ah, huh? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, give us quickness, speed of thought, word, and hearing. So, the, 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 so here is the thing. The writer says wisdom is the principal thing. In other words, it's not one of the things. It's not a good to have. 
as a, as a person walking with God. Wisdom is not one of the nice to haves. Wisdom is a must have. It's a must have. The wisdom of God. Thing is, it's hidden. Now, it's not hidden from you, it's hidden for you. But because it's hidden for you, it means that you need to find it. Amen. So, wisdom produces results. Wisdom is visible. Wisdom glorifies. So, anytime you find that your life is not as glorious as it should be, sometimes it's a question of wisdom. It might mean not always. Sometimes you just might be walking through the wrong village with lots of people or with canes and whatever they are trying to rob from you, which is like the whole time the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But sometimes it might be that somewhere you are not aligning yourself with the wisdom of God. Do you understand? Now, this is with the understanding that God is the most desperate giver in the universe. Eh? Like if he could bypass your brain to give you without you having to receive it by faith, my friend, you would be swimming in heavenly realities right now. But he's stuck with his stuff because we see in part. And you can only walk and receive that which you see. As long as you're not seeing it, as long as you're not, it's not revealed to you, you cannot walk in it, even though it is written. It can be written, and your life is here, and it is written here in the Bible, and they have not met yet. Am I making sense? Oh, I'm not, if it's okay to say, maybe not yet, but we are getting there. But I wanted us to start at this point, because I want us to address ourselves to the issue of living like the people we are. Because on the most part, we are the sons and daughters of God, heirs of the kingdom, heirs of heaven, but sometimes we live like we are not. And usually it's not because we are deliberate about it, like, mm -mm, me, I want to be broke. No. You know, like, I want to be sick, I want to be broke, I want to be sad. No, no one wants that. Is there anyone who wants that? Absolutely not. Everyone wants, has, wants what Jesus has to give. But sometimes we just don't know how to walk in it. It's a bit like they can give you a really nice car, but you don't know how to drive it. So you walk. Are you with me? So he says, God ordained it for our glory. Our glory, not his glory. Ours. Do you know that God has his glory and you also have yours? And yours is like his. Says the glory you gave me, I have given to them. In other words, uh, I can't come down. Okay. In other words, <laughs> You can have glory which is not manifesting. Like shows. You have it. But people can't tell. Why? Because you settled for a normal life of a human being. 
people to convince the non-believers that that one is a son of God. They're like, which one? Because when they enter the room, they can't quickly separate the sons of God and the non-sons of God. They're all looking the same. They're all talking the same. They're all making the same money. They all have the same reactions to, to challenges. Tell the neighbor it's for our glory. Then tell them, don't be confused about who you are. What I've been discovering in the recent past is that this problem has its root in the issue of identity. People think they... People think... People think they just started... Their lives began when they were born. No! When you were born, your life in the flesh... The manifestation began. And you know that there is a day called the day of death when your life in the manifesting in the flesh on earth will cease, but your life will not stop. That's why it says, tells Jeremiah, before you were born, I knew you and I ordained you. I even selected you to be a prophet to the nations. Before the the guy's mother felt anything inside. Is this another instruction? Tell your neighbor to get that chiruka. We are looking it. <laughs> Amen. Before I knew you, in other words, you existed before you existed in your mother's womb. But where did you come from? What are your origins? What confuses human beings, even those who are in Christ, is to think that you're from Kabale. What? Salama? Busalama. Uh-huh. Where else? Are there any other people here who are from certain places in Uganda? Eh? <laughs> Fort Porto. A one more walk, Fort Porto. Bakuzalawa, Kabale. You know, Oberawa, Bolindo. Bolindo is just a few degrees below the real place. You know, all these things are temporary. There are things that are eternal. There are things that are eternal. And truth only corresponds to eternity. Truth does not correspond to temporary things. So, for example, truth corresponds to the idea that by his stripes you were healed. Now, when you get malaria and your temperature goes up, that's a temporary thing. And truth does not know that thing. Now, I'm about to start preaching. Do you get what I'm saying? Truth doesn't know that. Truth corresponds to the things that are eternal. The things that are of God. That's why he says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Now all things are new. Now all things are of God. That's why truth is of God. And the devil is incapable of telling the truth, even if he tried. 
it wouldn't come out as truth. Because he has lied from the beginning. That's his nature. Now when you go around starting to proclaim how you're broke, it is, you've just allied yourself with the devil and not the truth. Are, are you at PPN? At PPN, I have the freedom to say certain things. But meanwhile, the white preacher at PPN is, I don't use slides and all of that because I'm trying to speak to your spirit directly and impart something to you. And some of you are getting it. And some of you, you might be still confused about what's happening. Let me tell you, a friend of mine gave me this testimony. It encouraged me so much. So let me give it to you. It might encourage some people here. You know, for us who are in church leadership, we hear so many things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So when you hear an encouraging one, you keep it in your, in the, it says in the midst of your heart. When you hear things that correspond to truth. Now, this friend of mine, I can't say her name yet, but she, the devil came to her one time and told her a lie. Huh? Like a real bad lie. She, she, she could really see that it was the devil. It, I think it started like a dream, then beca became a reality. And then the devil just came and told her, you will never have children. You will never have more children. Unfortunately for the devil, she had already had one. So she, he was now coming to say, that one was the last one. And she, the, she described to me the feeling. Eh? Because it's not your normal prayerless person. This one is a woman of prayer. The way she described it, she said she had a nyike. Like when the devil whispers something and it manifests in your heart and in your emotions, you go into a real depression. Like, oh, my need this sadness which turns your skin into gray. That kind of sadness. That's the one she had. Now, when they, when they tell you, when Noah tells you, now here is something that is going to help some of you, which I don't know. You know, the kingdom of God has order. And some people don't know that it has order. And we are not the ones who choose that order. It's not a democracy. Do you get what I mean? So when God, I don't know, but when God decides that Noah is going to be an elder in this church, and that he's going to lead the cohort of which part they, you are, they, is, um, they are missional communities. I'm not supposed to come down. No, I refuse to go back up because this is too much. To be out of that order. So when a man says, bring your mother from the village, and you start thinking, how will I take care of my mother? Where will she stay? You've just destroyed a miracle because you don't have what it takes to work as a kingdom person. One of the biggest problems in this church is dishonor. People think that because we, your leaders, chose to be among you, we don't have this treasure in earthen vessels. 
Because you're looking at the earthen vessels. I'm telling you, you're, you're mistaken. Just because I'm your age mate, we make about the same amount of money. You're terribly mistaken to think that you're terribly mistaken. And anyway, your results show. Your results are showing. So when the man says, it's even just a conversation, you think about it. This, I know where he lives. He has, he has enough of his own problems to start there thinking about telling you to bring your mother to town from the village. Why? But he says, bring your mother. And then you walk in. The miracle has started its manifestation. You bring your mother to the to town. Then some other guy from another mission community says, let's go visit your mother. Then you get there, oh, this is your mother. She cannot walk. She can't hold stuff in her hands. Let's pray. Immediately she starts holding stuff. But where did it start? You. The spiritual wisdom. That's not like the wisdom of this world. The wisdom of this world tells you you are your own man. That's the wisdom of this world. You do what you want. What does the wisdom of, of God say? I too am a man under authority. Your results are showing. I too am a man under authority. I hope you are a man or woman under authority. How did we get here? I was telling you about my friend. Yes. I didn't finish that. Had I? No. So anyway. <laughs> so she got Nyike. Now me, I didn't know all these things. But one time, I just tell this person, let's go for coffee. Because I hadn't had coffee with her in a long time. And now coffee can mean many things. Because when we got there, she ordered the big ice cream. You know those Javas? Yeah, that was her version of coffee. And I think my coffee turned out to be Jamaican. What's that thing? Jack. Yeah. So we had coffee. And then went away to go home. Then when we are driving is when she tells me this nika thing. And I'm like, liar, liar, liar. So I ask her, when do you want to get pregnant? And she says, November. I'm like, okay, it's, it's done. Now, of course, when I say it's done, it... <laughs> like, you have to involve your husband. You know what I'm saying? There's only, there's only been one virgin birth and there will not be another one. So I just told her, so she said November. I'm like, good, November it is. Man, yesterday she told me, hmm, hmm. Anyway, why did I tell you that story? <laughs> no what? <laughs> no money. <laughs> wisdom, wisdom. 
Amen. Amen. We have this treasure in earth and vessels. So she was telling me, man, that day having coffee with you, I, I left. She said, when we left, we were driving in the same direction, but she asked me to drop her somewhere in Intinda because she says she, she, something just welled up on the inside of her. She needed to go to pray. That's what she says. She said she couldn't go home. She just had to go into the prayer place. Coffee. There is wisdom. There, there is wisdom. There. So I think I told you that story to say, don't be confused about who you are. That you're from Kabale, wherever, even number. No. Let me tell you guys, there's so much, so much more about you. Let me tell you, the devil, don't allow. Don't. Those like, did you, did you guys, did you, did you believe these testimonies here? Last, the other week I was listening to a man who totally disorganized me. Because he took a verse that I used to use to win those verse quotation competitions <laughs> and he totally blew it out of the water. And for me, I, I always go to people at John 1, 1, 6 because I knew the rest of the beginning of John. Yeah, In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God through him all things were made. Without him was nothing made that was made. In him was the life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And the light, and what, what does it say? And, and the world dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, even as the glory of the Father. Then it says, there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same was sent for witness to the light. And then, so, but for me, verse 6 was my specialty. John 1, 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. No one could ever guess that one. But of course, eventually people got it. They were just waiting for John 1, 6. I stopped using it. I went to those other complicated verses. Okay, that, that verse is heavy. That verse is heavy. John, John's father was Zacharias, the priest, remember? Who went in and saw stuff and he came out, couldn't talk. They, they had to stop him from destroying God's work by shutting his mouth. Some of us, if that had happened, we'd be so much further in life now. considering how much we've destroyed our own destinies with our mouths. Anyway, John's was shut. Uh, no, Zacharias. And then his mother was Elizabeth, the cousin of Mary, the mother of Jesus. So if you ask from the village, they will tell you who's, who, who are John's parents? John Wawa. They'll tell you, no, John is from, where was the town? Where where Mary went to find Elizabeth, that was the town. They don't give us the name, do they? No, they don't give us the name. Okay, whatever, the town. 
of Zacharias. That's John's town. Who, who, if you go to the, who are John's? John No, no, no. They said, no, we know John. This is his father, Zacharias. This is his mother, Elizabeth. Except that the eternal truth is not that. The eternal truth is that John was a man sent from God. Do you want truth or temporary things? <laughs> Even you. You have your parents. You have your family. They may have been nice. They may have been a total disappointment. It does not matter. Because you were sent from God. Point is, are you aware? I'm talking about the hidden wisdom. When, when you understand that you were sent from God and you're not from your village, you start operating differently. You, you first give up your whole village identity. I, I remember Dennis Temple was saying what, what Miles Munro told him. He told him, you know, Dennis, you have one problem. You think you are Ugandan. And as long as you think you are Ugandan, you are only going to do things that Ugandans do. Tell your neighbor, you have one problem. <laughs> oh. Come on, somebody. Yeah. So you know, we are, we know Ugandans. Don't you know Ugandans? You're like, which ones? And then he told him, you are not that. You are a kingdom citizen who happens to have been born in Uganda. Can you imagine if Obama thought himself to be Kenyan? Because his father is Kenyan? Do you think he will have become the president of the United States? Now you know your own limitations. Your, your limitations are self-made. Let me tell you, I was reflecting on this last week, the justice and mercy and kindness of God, that he gives each one their own mind so that you are not at the mercy of someone else thinking, oh my goodness. Can you imagine? Your progress is dependent on how someone else thinks. You're like, now we're Rosa, because I'm better thoughts. You're destroying my life. <coughs> <coughs> my message is very organized, by the way. <coughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like some of you, that you're still thinking it's a light matter. My friend, have you met some people who think like small? Kakat, imagine, in case, imagine they created humanity in, where you must have a, a brain twin. <laughs> like, who's your brain twin? Eh, so and so. <laughs> Man, you now close out your whole life to be like there. But God is merciful. He gave you your own mind and then he tells you to do what? To renew your mind, yourself. God can't renew your mind for you. 
God can't renew my mind for me. Man, if God could renew your mind for you, you, you would have won one million people to, to the Lord in evangelism by now in your life. You would be discipling thousands, but he can't renew your mind for you. You would never worry a single day the wisdom, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Are you with me? The wisdom of man, guys, guys, the wisdom of God is different from the wisdom of man. So, for example, the wisdom of God tells you if you want to make, no, the wisdom of man tells you if you want to make progress, push everyone back and make a way. Compete. That's the wisdom of man. Compete with people. What does the wisdom of God say? Become a servant of people. Instead of competing with people, serve them. You find people who are in the same business with you, instead of competing with them and taking away clients from them, you start taking them clients. You see, it's shocking you because you're so used to human wisdom. <laughs> There's this guy, Michael Porter. I don't know whether he's here today. He used to work at Malaysia Furnishing. You know Malaysia Furnishing? So he used to work there as one of the workers. And after he had figured out how that business works, he decided he was going to start his own business. So he goes to the boss to say, boss, uh, I need to be released. So I go start my own business. And says, what business are you going to do? Saying, assembling furniture and repairing furniture. Because that's what they do at Malaysia Furnishing. They buy the pieces and they assemble the furniture there. It doesn't come like that in the trailer in case you have it. So what did the guy do? He bought him tools to go and start his business. Do you know Malaysia Furnishing still exists? Does this thing have to be this fast? Are you with me? That's the wisdom of God. The wisdom of man says, if your budget is one million shillings, and you have 800,000. Go around looking for 200,000 from people. Either they give it to you or you borrow it. Or you even come up with some lousy story which doesn't exist. That's the wisdom of man. What does the wisdom of God say? Your budget is 1 million. You have 800,000. says, take 200,000 and give it away. So you even have less. That's the wisdom of God. I don't know. I don't know. I told you tonight, the turning is a definitive moment for someone here. Someone is going to pick something which they are going to start practicing and you will be like, oh my God. You will just break into a new lease of life. You know, like, you know I've discovered like, life is a, it's as if lived on levels. Eh? When you are in a certain level, you, you may not be aware of other levels. Yeah, like you don't even ever think that level exists. Like when you make a certain amount of money, you would think that everyone makes around about the same amount. Anyway. You can veil. <laughs> but life is... A, and every time you break into a new territory, you are like, oh my God. This kind of life existed all along. 
What were we doing back there? I'm telling you the truth. But do you know how you get there? The wisdom of God. Otherwise, you pray and fast yourself thin while ignoring the wisdom of God. Wisdom is the principal thing. Says the rulers of this world did not know it. In other words, the wisdom of God is not common to man. Did you know that things like tithe are part of the wisdom of God? Then you can be here and say, ah, me, I'm a new covenant believer. I don't believe in tithe. Okay. Show me your results. Your results. This, uh, your results. Just check your results. The wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Let's continue. Let, take me down. Let me go to... I got stuck at the wrong text. But as it is written, I has not... No ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Tell your neighbor that's old covenant. Bring it on next. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit such as all things yesterday, things of God. Now, do you know what he doesn't say? He doesn't say God has given them to us. He doesn't say God has produced them for us. What does he say? God has revealed. In other words, they're already there. Like the last time you put that 500,000 in some envelope and put it in some bag and you thought it was lost. <laughs> so you went around living like the you don't have that money and then one time you what you found it it became what revealed now as long as it was not revealed you could not spend it it's your money you misplaced it whether that's 500,000, 2 million, 5 million, you can't spend it if it's not revealed. It's your money. You didn't steal it. But somewhere, you just can't find. Now I'm talking to those who have many bags and who can, have, who can misplace 5 million. I told you, I told you, certain things are mysteries to certain people. Because some people are like, no, you cannot misplace five million. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I can't. I cannot even misplace fifty k. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, the safest thing to do right now is to pretend as if you are one of those who can misplace five million. So just be better move. Yeah, be in. Just be like, yeah, man. Actually, the other day. I had to raise the figure to respect some of the anointings here. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, as long as you can't find it, it's your money, it's in that bedroom, but you don't have the time and energy to turn things around to look for it. Guess what? You can't spend it. But once it is re like, <clears throat> you find that envelope like, I tell you, you know, sometimes those things they hide in plain sight. Eh? 
It's right there, below the book that you dropped by your bedside and you didn't know there is something below the book. It gets revealed. Once it is revealed, it's ready to be deployed. You can't deploy that which is not revealed. Ah. It says God has revealed them to us. How? Through his spirit. Not through intellect, my friend. Not through intellect. Not through intellect. Through his spirit. That's why he writes earlier and says God has chosen the foolish things of this world. He says not many mighty. Not many noble. There is one thing by the grace of God that I learned early on in my life. It's to humble myself before the word of God. If it's word of God, I'm keen, regardless of who is preaching it, where. Whether it's at a funeral or in a wedding. Because I know the power it has. Look, the power, the word of God has so much power. It, it can be preached by even someone you don't like. And it works in you. <laughs> Your role is just humble yourself and not be like, why aren't I down pitching? No, just I'm not talking about you. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. In others, there are some things which are shallow and there are some things which are deep. By the time they said deep things, it means they are shallow things. And I don't know which side you've been swimming lately in spiritual matters. I'm just saying, this is PPN. I'm here to equip Co. This is PPN. This is not children's church. So, <laughs> remember we started by saying we are mature. Thank you, Rachel, for reminding us. We are mature. So for us, we want the deep things of God which are hidden. I know at this point, some people can start, is this a grace preaching church? Totally. <laughs> By grace, God has provided those things and hidden them for you. Now I know we need to show results. You people, we cannot go around talk, talking about Jesus for forever. Yeah, at some point there has to be some manifestation of the truth. At some level, there has to be some manifestation of the truth. Like people have to look at us and say, hmm, we can't know. I'm like, I think salvation found its way here, somewhere. Am I making sense? Now, I, I'm not condemning. I'm just saying. And by the way, sometimes the manifestation can take long. But we have to be like those people who are like, like Daniel's friends. Like, Omani, whether there is manifestation or not, my mind is made up. I'm a man of faith. I'm a woman of faith. That's what shall be. Amen. You be like Abraham. You will have a son. 25 years later, nothing. They call him the father of faith. He believed God and... <laughs> Sometimes faith, by the way, is just refusing to give up. 
Sometimes faith is just waiting many years sometimes saying, mm -mm, between the devil and myself, one of us is going to give up. And it's not me. <laughs> Do you know that precious is a fruit of the spirit? That means the devil doesn't have it. Let me try this side. Do you know precious is the fruit of the spirit? That means the devil doesn't have it. So between you and devil, you have incredible staying power because of the gift of and the fruit of patience, which he does not have. The devil is going to quit sooner than you. Ay, 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 ay. And to can be a deep things of God. But if you give me some more time like this, even though hey. but I feel like I'm just starting to. Eh? deep things of God. The Bible is a funny book. Eh? You can read the very verse you read in the morning. You may even have memorized it. In the afternoon. And you just fall. You know it's as if you're walking on some ground that has sinkholes. No guamka sinkhole. You disappear in a one covers. I've fallen in those many times. Nasoka Kwamu Ephesians 1.3. Like 12 years ago. Then last year is when I fell into Ephesians 1.4. <laughs> Meanwhile, the whole chapter 1 of Ephesians in my Bible was dirty because I'd overread it. 1.3 and I was and you take it. 1.4 and 2018. I'm telling you. Now, I fell into Romans 4.13. <laughs> Took me a long time to get out. That's the Bible for you. Deep things. You think, this English, I understand it. No, you don't. <laughs> take me forward. Take me forward. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? In other, tell your neighbor, it is your spirit that knows the word. Not the mind. You see, that's the problem. We read the Bible with our brains. Kumbe, only your spirit. Let me tell you, only your spirit can understand the Bible, not your mind. It has no Bible study. Just, that's why you, you read the Bible with the word and then you pray in, in tongues for a long time to seek interpretation. You'll be like, but it's in English. Why do I need to find interpretation? My friend, check your results. That's the refrain of the night. Check your results. You may be able to quote it from Genesis to Revelation. Check your results. Even the Pharisees knew it word by word. But the results we are not showing. I'm meanwhile, don't think you are. I'm also checking my results. And I'm like, as long as I'm not seeing... Like, uh, oh, hey, okay. Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? This is so radical. It's only for PPN people. Have you read the Gospels? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Here is, here is the correct way to read the, the Gospels as a son and daughter of God. I'm, I'm going to give you a correct way to read the Gospels. Okay? Are you ready for it? Everywhere, with the exception of the virgin birth, everywhere they talk about Jesus, put your name.
Has this side got it yet? Or do I need to move this side? Everywhere they talk about Jesus. Put your name. Then the Bible is starting to make sense. If you can't put your name, you're reading a history book. You're not reading a present truth, a present reality. Anywhere, uh, okay. Uh, even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Move forward, I'm out of time. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. By, it says, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit that makes us sons and daughters of God. Do you know you will never be an orphan? Do you know you are not an orphan? Do you know why? Your father will never die. Yeah. And I'm talking about the confusion that you may have about who you really are. Truth only corresponds to eternity. <laughs> All these other temporary things, your father died, what? Those are temporal. That means the truth has nothing to do with them. Okay. Tell your neighbor, it's good you came today. He <laughs> says the spirit who is from God. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Why freely? Because we are sons and daughters. I hope you are not charging your children you get the things that the things that have come from God are free the only challenge is are they revealed okay I need to finish these things we speak which things the things that have been freely given to us by God that deep Things are the things we speak. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual sometimes. Uh, so that's why we also pray in tongues, because those are words which man's wisdom does not teach. When you pray in the Spirit, you're praying. He says, he who speaks in tongues speaks mysteries. Give me back the verse. He speaks what? He says, as though speak to men, he speaks to God. So that plus what's written in the Bible. Whatever is written in the word, that's the truth that pertains to you and I. That I could end here really today. That's the only thing you should be speaking. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you go around speaking this, then speaking that. Then speaking this, then speaking that then you get confused about who you really are, what you really want, what you are really capable of, and what you're going to manifest. Revelation precedes manifestation. Between there, there is declaration. It's revealed to you, you declare it before you manifest it. David just didn't start fighting Goliath. 
Goliath knew how these things work. He knew that David is a small boy. Why did he just finish him off? Why did he have to first recite that whole thing of, I'm going to feed your body to the water. You are just a small boy. Why, why was Goliath going through the whole thing? If he knew he could just finish him off. Because that's not how you manifest spiritual things. You have to say them first. He says in 2 Corinthians 4.13, these things we also speak. No, this is what he says. He says, I, I, uh, I believed, therefore I spoke. The thing is, are you speaking your faith or are you speaking your doubts? Are you speaking your sicknesses or are you speaking your healing? We went somewhere with Angela today, so we are talking about all these things that we do innocently with a good heart, but they are killing us. Like when we have all these awarenesses, we, we have a whole month where we are creating awareness of a disease. And now, XYZ awareness. I will not even say them. Then XYZ awareness. Then whatever it is, health awareness. Have you ever thought about it that the more awareness we create of those conditions, the more they manifest? I dare you to have only one awareness. Jesus. Otherwise, we will have pity on you and you will go to heaven before you should go. Don't bring me the awarenesses. I'm aware of Christ. And there is the, and his resurrection power. Paul says, oh, what did what does he say? In Philippians, what does he say? Huh? The fellowship of his sufferings that, 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 that that I may know him. Awareness. Which awareness are you promoting? These things we also speak. You see, the problem is, saved people, we think that we are above the word of God. Check your results. Even Jesus knew he was not above the word of God. You are not above the word of God. You're going to get very negative results. And then you start thinking, either God or the devil is the problem. What are you saying? Huh? I have an awareness of Christ. Oh, that we would be aware of Christ. That whatever sickness afflicts us and whatever condition shows up in our bodies, our awareness is of Christ. And we look at the devil and say, let's see between Christ and you who will give up. I know that this one has the fruit of patience. So he's capable of waiting 10 years. You know, one of the things I'm so proud about, uh, of Sarah about is that she, she, she's aware that her miracle is manifesting. She is. She, she's not just going to lie down and say, hey, you me, okay? No, those things don't work. I'm telling you. These things, sometimes you just have to chop wires and you say, I have a life. I am a child of God. Jesus purchased it for me and I am going to have it. Yeah. Amen. As this man was speaking at this event I was at, he's a pastor. He says, last year, 
2018, as they crossed into the new year. He just finished the service at their church. No, it started not at the new year, around August. He just got up one day from church and had excruciating pain in his back. And it only got worse. He got to a point where between services he had to go in for injections, pain injections, to be able to come and preach. Uh, he says it, by the time they got to the uh, crossover service, he couldn't handle it. He was on morphine, but in pain, like even the morphine was not helping. And he says that his wife just, there was an incident in which the wife just knew this man is going to die. He knew the husband is going. She knew he's going to die. She chopped wires. Poof. So they went home and she first decided no food for three days. She went into three days of prayer and fasting seeking a solution. And one time, after, by the third day, the Holy Spirit had given her a concoction. She went and put things together and boiled them. And she took to the husband and says, drink this. And says, what is this now? All these other medicines have not worked. She's like, drink. <laughs> so he drank. Evening came, she brought another what? Round. Drink. He drank for three days. Then he forgot to take his many medicines. He said at one point he was on 11 medicines all at a go. So he went somewhere and forgot. He realized there was no pain. The concoction had worked. Now, then he found out that he was not the only person suffering from that thing. Other pastors had got that same attack. Many of his friends, they were just hiding it. So they just took that same concoction and wiped out that condition. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will teach you certain things. But what are you saying? Let's stop this. Okay, these things we speak, I'm done. We, there's many other good verses after that, like the next one, which says, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. The what? Natural man. Category will become academic. For they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Next, it says, but he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one, rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen, friends. Let's not be confused about who we are. Amen. You can stand on that word. Jeremy sent us a very encouraging teaching this morning. This lady was given 30 days to live. 30 days. She could not even move by that time. She had lymphoma cancer. They told her, just go home and die in peace. And she was there pity patting. Then she doesn't make it clear whether it was the Lord or, his, or her father who came, looked at her and said, you're going to die if you don't get off that bed right now and take authority in the word. 
she picked herself up. She started taking in the word. She got all the healing scriptures and she started reciting them. Morning, afternoon, evening. He said, when the condition worsens, double the dosage. She doubled it. Day 28, two days to die. She just, she, she knew it's game time now. She went back to check for another check. The consultants talked among themselves. They couldn't figure it out what was going She couldn't figure it until they came to, him, to her and said, you know what, we cannot find. This here is the tests before. Here the tests we've done today. We cannot find a single trace of cancer. Just the word. Amen? Just the word. But she had to stick with it, yeah? To speak it, to confess it, to refuse. Let me tell you, however problematic the issue becomes, never let it out of your mouth. Because your mouth is the power portal. However problematic the man becomes, never let it out of your mouth. However problematic the body becomes, never let it out of your mouth. With, with the exception of explaining to those who must know. That's all. And usually there is a but after that. This is what I've been told, but... So, amen. Amen. Thanks for coming for PPN. This is the last one. So God bless you. Enjoy. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.